Blog Talk Radio. To get a thousand miles from the Earth, a rocket would need this much power. It would take far more than a human lifetime. But a space station might look something like this. To get a thousand you are now listening Earth, to the technology KS3 Radio Show. Today's host, Kenneth Saunders III. Great more great Friday morning to everyone. This is the Technologist Cares Free Radio Show. I am your host, Kenneth Saunders the Third. Thank you, everyone, for listening. For my great audience, the feedback that I've gotten has been really awesome and is very surprising on the people that listen to my show. But here, I am here to tell you the truth about technology. And this is the Morning Rise edition, which is a very short 15-minute show. Uh, this is what I do uh, every day, uh, just to give you a little, a little small snippet of what I talk about. And, and I talk about direct you know, just a little small topics. Like today, for instance, today is Follow Friday. What I mean by Follow Friday is these are people that I tend to follow who give me inspiration when it comes to technology. And it's just to give you some information that hopefully maybe you may follow them too. But if you want to call into the show, if you are an active live listener and you do have a question for me, you know, if you just want to say hi, you can give me a call at 347-994-1867. Again, the number here is 347-994-1867. Now, there has been some good news that has happened this week, and I am very proud to say that beyond and besides the auto show, it's really been a very quiet week particularly when it comes to technology, except yesterday. Now, last year, and particularly, well, it was almost, almost just a year ago, there was this event that I went to, and it was sponsored by Google. And Google was basically showing off the Google Glass product. And... A lot of people don't know what, what Google Glass was, except when it got out to the media and provided some type of controversy, particularly due to privacy issues because of the camera that's in the Google Glass. I I thought that it was a good product, uh, particularly with what they showed off. I talked about it on my show last year, and I was able to get more of a behind-the-green preview of all these things that other developers were working on and have contacts now with Google, uh, particularly the developers who are working directly on Google Glass. Well, it's un- what's unfortunate what's happened within this year, within the past year, not only did you have the, the controversy, but it also looked like Google wasn't really supporting Google Glass anymore. Well, yesterday... 
Google basically announced that they're moving it away from the Google X division, which is more of their experimental division, to another division that is under the underneath the founder of Nest, which is your smart thermometers, your learning thermometers, uh, I mean, thermostats, sorry. And uh, so now he's in, in charge of what to do with Google Glass. Now, here's the thing that I would be really mad about because I sure was about to pull the trigger on this. In order for you to get Google Glass, at first you had to be invited, you had to be a developer, and also you have to spend... $1,500 $1,500 for one pair. $1,500. Eventually, Google had released it for the general public to get. Even though you still had to be a developer, I understand that it's still beta and still you know, something that people are working on. It still costs $1,500. There's a group that I'm co-founder of called Technologists of Color. And we, Technologists of Color, we have a Facebook group. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. And there are a couple of people there who had Google Glass last year, and particularly the beginning of last year, were wearing them at the events. I know it's a huge, you know, geek nerd, you know, factor on it. I didn't have a problem with it. But then later on in the year, they stopped wearing them. And a lot of it is just because the support stopped on it. And it's very unfortunate that something like this type of of device has gotten no support or the support has died out because it's definitely is something that was innovative. Yeah, they need to make some improvements to it. But for me, actually using it, I see the practical application of using it, even with the camera. And, yeah, people are like, oh, I don't want anybody just videotaping me. Well, you know what? We have these smartphones that allow you to record anything anyways. I guess people just don't want to be known to be being taped. And plus, either case, Google Glass wasn't didn't record a whole lot, and the quality wasn't, you know, the absolute best. But it's a shame. But now, one person that has really impressed me and is really doing something to push things in a different direction, and and I, and I feel that this guy has really how should I say this has really pushed things beyond what others have ever thought of. Of course, I'm talking about Elon Musk. And Elon Musk, he's the CEO and founder of Tesla Motors and also SpaceX. And now there's another company, and he's dealing with transportation. This dude is really revolutionizing transportation. And with this new thing called Hyperloop, it's a science, really like a science fiction type thing that he's making into reality. And what this Hyperloop will do is just transport people at much faster speeds than anything before. 
So, for instance, if you're traveling from, and examples that I've seen, and what he's talked about, from Los Angeles to San Francisco. Normally, yeah, you know, it's about a four-hour trip. But with Hyperloop, you'll be able to take individuals in pods and in a tunnel where you are transported from that distance from instead of four hours, three-fourths of the time, and you get there in an hour. And that's absolutely amazing. So he's going to build a test track, five-mile five mile test track, most likely in Texas, just so that not only his company but other people can design pods to see what works best before pushing it out nationally. Now, imagine this, like particularly if you're in the, in the D.C., New York, Philadelphia corridor, and you have something like this, instead of the time that it takes now, it's, it's shortened. So you're there within minutes instead of a couple of hours. Imagine all this type of system going really across the nation, connecting cities together to where now you have an alternate form of transportation besides going on a plane if you want to get somewhere quicker. And what I really like about Elon Musk is that he is really just taking things to the next level of innovation. Even with Tesla Motors, with their with their Model S P85D model, which is out now. You can go and buy it, even though there's a wait list for it. You can go and buy it. But the amazing thing with, the, with, this, with this car, not only is it all electric, it has a range of over 260 miles, or is it 270 miles, But it has dual electric motors, and even like when you look at the car, it's like, wow, you know, it's a nice, beautiful design car. When you go up to the car, the door handles are flush with the car, but when you go to it, it recognizes who you are, and the door handles come out. But not only that, the 0 to 60 is 3.2 seconds on all electric. Now, that is faster than a lot of exotic sports cars that cost twice as much as a vehicle. Now, granted, it's still a very expensive vehicle, but the innovation that they put into it, instead of it's like, it, it, instead of thinking of it as a just a car, it's so similar to what the iPhone was or what it is. Or when it came out back in 2007, it wasn't so much about the hardware. It's about the software, being able to upgrade the software to add additional functionality to, like, your phone. But that's what Tesla has done with their cars. Through software updates, it changes aspects and functionality of the car, not only the way on how you operate it, but how you drive it. So it's a whole different new concept of what an automobile is. And even dealing with SpaceX, for instance, 
And for them to build the rockets, not only did they help build Orion, which was recently launched by NASA, and the Orion project is that will eventually send humans to Mars. But SpaceX has part of that. They help design part of that. They're a private space firm. And when you have somebody like Elon Musk, who is a billionaire, who has the resources and investing in resources and doing something different, I really believe this is a person that we need to follow and really pay attention to. And he's a true innovator. Not unless, and, and the thing is, you know what I like about it too, is that he's challenging everything. Even like with Tesla, not only in various states, you, you have automobile dealers and their associations are fighting against Tesla from selling directly to their customers. And that's simply because dealers want part of the pie. It's been long set up that manufacturers cannot sell directly to the to their customers. They have to sell through dealerships. But Tesla is really challenging that, and that's a good thing that he that he's actually challenged challenging the status quo, particularly within this century. Just because things have there are things that are traditionally have been doing well. But things can't last forever. So being able to have a person like Elon Musk to be able to go and change aspects of transportation, this is what we need. Because think about it. 30 years ago, 30 years ago, Back to the Future came out. We were supposed to have flying cars and everything now. In November would be where it was 30 years ago when Marty McFly came to the future. This is the future right now. Where is everything? No, seriously. Where is everything? Well, I want to thank everyone for listening to my show. Have a safe weekend. And I will speak to you on Monday morning. Please hang up and try again.